So the big question is this. How do young men like us, who didn't listen to society, who are on our own, how do we grow and improve ourselves so that we can live a better tomorrow? That is the question, and this show will give you the answers. My name is James Radzinski, and welcome to the Ascend Momentum Show. Welcome back. Welcome back. So, let me give you guys a quick little rundown on what's going on. As I said in the last episode, I went to Ohio over the weekend. So, it's been... For me, it's been like two days since I've recorded an episode. It's today is Monday, September 4th. And I was out of town from Saturday to this morning. So I went to Ohio and I we celebrated birthdays with a family and I got a cotton blanket and a pillow. So I'm really excited for that because I've been sleeping in a plastic blanket for quite some time. And that's one of the things that I wanted to change. So I got a cotton blanket and I'm going to use it for the first time tonight. So as I said in the past couple episodes, I've been talking about how I'm going to be checking my analytics in on today. Today was the day that I was going to check my analytics and I did. I checked my analytics and for context, I probably had like 250 downloads last time I checked, which was like two or three weeks ago. And I was getting like, I had six rolling average subscribers, which is like how many people are watching an episode within 24 hours of its release. So I had six. It was either five or six, something like that. So I checked my analytics today, and I was hoping for hundreds, maybe thousands of viewers. Nope. Seven rolling average subscribers. So I went up by one. And I also got... I'm at 400 downloads instead of three, uh, 250. So I did not make as much change as I thought I was, but I'm still looking forward to the future because it just showed me that it's not going to happen easy. Like I'm not going to get it easy. I just have to keep it's. I mean, it's, it's going to happen easy, but it's not going to be right away. The world still has to take time to shift for things to happen for me which is okay, and I'm waiting patiently for my order to be fulfilled. But with that said, I wanted to talk about this thing that I... So when I first started podcasting, I remember the, I was, the reason why I started podcasting was because I read a book called Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson, and in that he said if you can post once a day, every day for the... Uh, for an entire year. So if you can post once a day for a whole year straight, you will never have to worry about money again. And that's what he said. So I took him up on that offer and I'm doing it. So 
this is episode 47. So in like the reality of things, I'm only like, how many, let's say there's a 365. So I'm going to cut that down to 350. So how many, two, six, seven, there's seven. I'm probably like one seventh to one eighth way done with this challenge of posting every day for a whole year. So let's say I'm one eighth of the way through. If it takes 365 days to be able to be never have to worry about money again, so basically be financially free, if it takes 365 days, I'm one eighth of the way done. So I was expecting to get that financial free one eighth of the way done, but he said not until 365, 365 days which obviously there's no clear cut number. There's no clear cut like day. There's no certain amount of days that it takes to do it. It's just, he just said that as like a number. He just threw it out there. But then I remembered when he was talking about his podcast and how he actually didn't know how to check the analytics on his podcast that he was uploading on until like three years into his podcast. So he didn't check the analytics for three years. And he said that he was actually very grateful for it because if he would have checked the analytics, he probably would have gotten very demotivated and bogged down because no one would have been listening. And I guess that's kind of what happened to me. So I was kind of not present. I wasn't awake when I was checking the analytics. I was just really excited to check it. And then when I saw the number, I was really disappointed. And and then I was scrolling around kind of just, and then I remembered this thought popped up in my head of how Russell Brunson actually it was thankful that he didn't check the analytics for three years. So he didn't check his analytics for three years. So I, I'm, I'm definitely going to be fine. Also, there, I, my whole plan for making money was based around having a lot of viewers on the podcast. So now I have to figure out a new way. And then I just remembered another transferring concept of go with the flow and allow variations into your script. So what my whole plan was to have hundreds, maybe even thousands of people listening to this podcast and then create a funnel, like a page, a website offering a coaching service. So then I would coach, I would offer a coaching service to people on my podcast and then they would go to that website and sign up and then I would just charge like $100 an hour and then I'd be home free from there. But obviously my plan was foiled when everything relied on me having hundreds of viewers, hundreds of listeners, but I don't have that many listeners right now. I only have like seven, which is good. I'm very grateful for seven people because when I did check my analytics uh, a couple weeks ago, there was like two, you can check like the map of where people are. And there were two people in two different towns in America 
who were like the most prevalent, like the dot, there's dots of people. And then there's a gray dot if they like downloaded a one episode and then there's a, it gets a darker and darker until it gets like red and then it gets like a dark orange or red color. And that just shows that they downloaded a lot of episodes. So there's like two or three people in the map that have listened to a lot of my videos. So I'm really excited for that. I'm really happy that people are actually listening. Some people are actually listening. And one like two or two of the people were actually listening from like the very start. I remember checking my analytics and there was I remember seeing that someone actually listened and they actually like saw I I saw where like the town area where they they lived in or at least where they were listening from and they're they're still listening to this day. So that's pretty cool. But my whole plan relied on me having a lots lots of viewers li- listening to this podcast so I could offer a coaching. But now I have to come up with a different plan because but this is just a variation. Like the world has a more a better path for me. So that obviously wasn't the right way forward because my mind just came up with that plan. And I was kind of aware that my mind made up that plan before, but now I'm aware of it. So today is the fourth and Funnel Hacking Live, I'm going to Funnel Hacking Live on the 26th. So I've got like 22 days and I'm trying to get a MacBook, a MacBook Air, which is $1,100. So I have 22 days to get a MacBook Air. That's pretty much my biggest, that's like my close goal right now. One of my near goals, get a MacBook Air for the trip because then I can actually record while I'm there. Well, I'll be able to record anyways. I'll probably use my friend's computer, but I, I would prefer my own. So that's essentially what I'm trying to do. I got to get a MacBook Air and then also get a US or a USB-C to XLR adapter if that's even a thing cuz I have to be able to or I'll just get a USB-C to USB cuz right now I have uh, my microphone is an XLR cable. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called, an XLR cable. And it's hooked up to a it's actually wait yeah it's a xlr cable that goes into a usb and then that usb is into my computer right now and my computer is a pc oh that's another thing i remember my friend i told my friend about how i was gonna i was planning on getting a macbook and he said sell your pc I could actually get a couple hundred for for this PC, but the turnaround would have to be pretty quick because I record on this PC and if I sell it, then I'd have to have a MacBook like that day as well. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Everything will, everything will align. And the closer and closer I get, like the more as the weeks go by, more and more changes are happening in my life. Like, for example, this weekend, I was like w- going up to this weekend. I knew that I had to go to Ohio and I was not 
Like I, I was not looking forward to it because I have to like get off routine and I have to be under the mercy of somebody else. And I hate being under the mercy of somebody else. It's like the worst thing ever. So last night we were up like two or three hours past my bedtime because I was under the mercy of somebody else. So a lot of things like got messed up in my routine over the weekend, but it was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Like I was able to eat my, the same meals that I always eat every single for every single meal this weekend. So I'm very happy about that. And I like my meals were fine. The only thing that was messed up was my sleep and my water intake. Honestly, the water intake was on me because I don't like drinking water, other people's water. So that's just me being stupid. Uh, but the sleep, that was just that was just because I was under the mercy of somebody else. And that's one thing. Do not ever put yourself under the mercy of somebody else. That's one of the things that I reflected on from this weekend. That is the worst thing ever. Basically, if you put yourself under the mercy of someone else, the other person has like all the say on what goes on. They basically control you. This is essentially what goes on in the, the American dream. Like you work for a boss, you are an employee and you're under the mercy of your, your boss and you're under the mercy of your company. And that's like, that relates to that. But it's also like, don't ever like, this is, I'm under the mercy of my parents because I'm still financially dependent. So that's one thing that I'm trying to break free from. Do not be financially dependent because then you're on the, under the mercy of that person. They basically get all the say on what's going on in your life, except it's not actually like that. Like I, I still have all the say in my life, but for things that involve money, I have little say, and that is not going to happen in my future. So that's basically, that's basically what's going on right now. I'm still podcasting every day. Episode 47. I haven't done any, like, I haven't done any advertising. Like I haven't tried to promote the podcast. So all of this is just purely from organic traffic. All of these viewers, 400 downloads. So it takes approximately 47 episodes to get 400 downloads. That is, I don't, I don't really know how to feel about that, but there is one thing. My, my growth is not linear. That's one of the things I was talking about before I checked my analytics, like last week, I was talking about how I was planning to have hundreds, maybe even thousands of viewers. Honestly, the number I was thinking in my head was like 10,000. So I was hoping to see like 10,000. And it's my rationale behind that was I... I realized that posting online is not linear growth. If you're 
consistently uploading every single day, then you're not going to grow linearly. And what I mean by that is you're not going to get two subscribers every single day. You're not going to get like two extra views every single day. You're going to be growing exponentially. So one day you're going to be getting two views. Then the next day, five views. And then the next day, 10 views. And then 20 views. And then 100 views. Like that's exponential growth. It's like x squared. Like have you ever looked at the graph y equals x squared? That's exponential. But y equals x plus or y equals x plus one is linear. And so posting online is exponential. But my thinking was since last month, I got like 150 or 200 downloads. Like I was having, last time I checked, I was at 250 downloads. I was thinking, okay, it's been a couple of weeks since then. I'll probably be at 10,000 because that's how exponential growth works. But I think that it takes a little bit longer for things to take off and things to pick up. There's another saying that I remember people, you only ever see the best content online. So what I mean by that is I remember reading this in expert secrets. I think it was, it was either expert traffic or on one of Russell's things, but I, I heard that, you never see new content. What I mean by that is you, there's, um, I forgot the examples he gave, but like you never saw people didn't watch shows. I'm not giving a very good example. Essentially most of the time, most content like from brand new producers, you don't see episode one right away. Like you, you see it once they're at episode, like season five. So you don't, if there's a brand new producer producing content, you don't see their stuff like right when they are just starting because it takes time for, there's a lot of content being produced in the internet right now. Like hundreds of thousands, millions, billions, trillions. I don't know how many. But millions of billions of hours are uploaded to the internet of content, uploaded to internet every single day. There's lots. And so, and most of that sucks. So it takes a while for the gold to float to the surface, essentially. What I mean by that is right now, I'm in the sea of content. Like I'm only on episode 47. So it's going to take me quite some time to one hone in my craft, like practice at this. So I become good at it so I can actually produce good content Two, so I can produce another enough content for it to float to the surface and people see it. Like it doesn't, you, if you just start a brand new show, it's going to take quite some time for you to be able to like actually have a lot of people listening because you're probably going to be terrible. Like what, what, where I am right now, I just started podcasting 
I just started posting on my show 47 days ago, but when I actually started practicing podcasting was 47 days plus 14 days. So 61 days. It's been 61 days of practice. So for the past 61 days, I've been practicing podcasting essentially. And in the beginning, I was doing like 10 minutes every day. And then once I got to episode 15, I think it was, that's when it got to an hour long. So I was doing 10 minutes and then I ramped it up over time. And then I eventually got to hour long episodes. <clears throat> so it wasn't until the past like 30 days until I was actually practicing one hour every day. So I was practicing one hour every day for the past 30 days. And I've gotten a lot better, but I am obviously not where I need to be in order to float to the surface and turn into gold. So that's like the whole goal right now. Right now, I'm just like scrap metal on the bottom of the river. So uh, this is the analogy I'm using. Imagine a river and on, in that river, it's got a lot of de debris inside of it. And then on the surface, there's a few, there's a few gold nuggets and those gold nuggets represent all the top content producers right now. So all of the people that people are actually listening to, those are the gold nuggets and all the scrap metal on the, in like the bottom of the river, that is, that represents all of the people that are not like being listened to that represents all the people still working their way up. So as though that scrap metal practices, refines its skills and then produces more and more content as both of those streams of energy, like the honing their skills plus producing content as both of those things like converge, They'll be producing a lot of content that is good because they're better now. So once that converges, it turns in, it slowly turns into gold and then it floats to the surface of the river. And then once that happens, that's when people actually start listening and then they go back and listen to their whole journey. That's essentially what's going to happen for me. Like I'm on episode 47 and there are going to be some people, maybe not all of them, but once I'm big, once I'm gold floating on the surface of the river, then people are going to be coming in watching me. They're just going to start like on my most recent episodes. So like, let's say episode 258, they're going to see me on 258. And then they're going to watch the most recent episodes, like the past like seven episodes until one strikes a chord with them or like one connects with them and they actually like what they're hearing off of one of them. And then they'll just go back and binge listen to the entire series from the beginning. And then, so hello, if you're one of those people, hello, um, welcome to the show. I'm glad you like it. And this is my journey right now. Episode 47, zero income, my revenue is zero. That's basically where I'm at. And I plan on as my skills get better, which it's definitely getting better because if you go back to episode one and even 
I know no one has access to the has access to these episodes, but the 14 episodes that I recorded prior, I haven't re-listened to them since I actually like recorded them for the first time. So I haven't listened to them, but I know that they sucked. Because some of them I was like recording it. I don't even I don't even know what was going on. Like I was those episodes were not good. But it's been 60 days of practice. And that's that's basically where I'm at. So slowly I'm turning into gold and as my skills get better and then as I produce more and more content, then I'll start to float to the surface and join the ranks of all the top content producers. That's like that's like the whole thing. It doesn't happen overnight and it's it takes a long time. But this is the podcast thing is more of a passive thing. So now that I realize that I, I'm not going to be able to use it for income for quite some time, maybe even months, I have to I have to come up with a new plan. I have to figure out something new. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to figure something out because in 13 days is when I turn yeah, th- around like 13 days until I turn 17 or 18. I turn 18 in 13 days. So if I can create something with from now to then and be able to sell it online and create a funnel, then once I'm 18, I'll be able to create my advertising accounts. I'll be able to create the payment processor, open my own bake account. I'll be able to do all the stuff and then I'll be up and running in business. So that's pretty much like where I'm at right now. That's all. I got to come up with a new plan. I'm probably going to see. Honestly, I might make a live training and I might do like a. I was okay. I was thinking about the perfect webinar script. So in expert secrets that he teaches about the perfect webinar script and the perfect webinar framework. And it's pretty much him handing us like 5,000 tons of gold on a silver platter, just handing it to me. Like that's how valuable it is. He said like one of a few of the things that he said in that book, like that book is extra secrets. That book is the whole reason why I started my own podcast. And that one quote where he said, if you can post every single day for a whole year, then you'll never have to worry about money again. That is why I started my podcast. I was like, okay, it seems simple enough. Seems easy enough. Might as well do it. But there was another thing that I'm not sure if I talked about on the podcast, but there's another thing that he said. And it's, if you can do a webinar once a week for an entire year, for like 52 weeks or however many weeks there are in a year. So 52 webinars. If you can host 52 live webinars online once a week, then you will join the Two Comma Club. I'm pretty sure that's what he said. Or he said some variation of that. So essentially, if you can, if you post or if you host a live webinar once a week for an entire year, you will be a millionaire. That's essentially what he's saying. So 
the, the he, that's two statements that he made the podcast once a day for a whole year and the webinar once a week for a whole year so i actually think that i might go the webinar route because i might go the webinar route or some similar route i just i'm not sure if people actually listen or if people actually join webinars in this niche because webinars really only work if your customers go on webinars so that's one thing it would be a free webinar and i just do it once a week like one day i would host the webinar and then for the rest of the week i would just focus on getting traffic towards it and just sending people to it and that webinar would be pretty much it would be a whole webinar to teach all the strategies around a certain result that i'm trying to give you guys and then it would be basically to lead into selling a course or some sort of thing and that's essentially what the webinar is i'm not sure if i would do the webinar but i don't know there's one thing that i just remembered when i was doing the your first funnel challenge it was like a five to six day long event online from russell brunson at click funnels when i was doing that garrett j white was on that and i had just learned about him on that i like read the book but i didn't really know who he was because he forwarded expert secrets but i didn't know who he was until i watched your first funnel challenge and he's he's awesome i love him but he was basically saying pick one person like when he was on the up and coming when garrett j white was like where i'm a similar situation where i'm at where he's just trying to figure out how to make money and start his own business he had like so many books on his bookshelf so many and then he said that he got like he just got rid of all of them had like hired a dumpster and then took like wheelbarrows and literally dumped all of his books in a dumpster he got rid of every single book like so many books and that's basically what he did he got rid of all of his books and then only focused on like i think he said seven books or four books maybe and one of them was expert secrets by russell brunson so that inspired like when i was when i heard that that inspired me to only focus on one book so i did that but then i also wanted to read transurfing so then i was trying to read expert secrets and reality transurfing both on the same like time so i was reading expert secrets in the morning and transurfing at night and then eventually i switched it because i wasn't retaining transurfing enough so i put transurfing in the morning and reality or expert secrets at night and then i realized that i wasn't retaining expert secrets so i ended up just cutting out expert secrets and only focusing on one book because i found that it doesn't actually work out reading two nonfiction books at the same time which i had originally heard that from timothy ferris on the four-hour work week he said 
in one of the notes of the book, he said, after like 14 years of reading purely nonfiction, he found that it just does not work reading two nonfiction books at the same time. So that's basically why I cut out Expert Secrets. So I haven't actually studied Russell Brunson or marketing or anything in like a long time, a couple of weeks. I've just been focusing on transurfing. So I haven't actually been keeping my brain sharp on, I haven't actually been learning more about like marketing and making money online. I've just been focusing on like living and being a human and transurfing basically is how to win at life. So I found that it was a good, it was like the better choice but it was still a sacrifice not to read expert secrets. Let me get some water. So that's pretty much where I'm at with my books. And what I just said, how I found that it didn't work reading multiple nonfiction books at the same time. I am I was reading one in the morning and one at night, but I wasn't just reading them, I was studying them. So I was like taking a lot of notes in my notebook and reading them slowly. Like at times I was reading like three pages a day. And then it was like that was I was spending a lot of time reading them and taking a lot of notes. And I found that I wasn't really learning that much from my nighttime study session, which was Expert Secrets. So I decided to just cut it out and only focus on transurfing. And then I discovered this amazing website called like the most beautiful, the most beautiful or the most amazing world or something like that. And it's basically a reading list for the ultimate reading list for human beings. And that reading list is legit. I looked through it and I know that it's like, it's going to hold the secrets to life and it's going to slowly, I'll start to uncover the secret and learn all this stuff. So that book or that reading list is he talked it was like a blog post where he talked about the reading list. It was like Gene Pascal, Pat uh, Reinman or something like that. He wrote the dancing after the music stops. He wrote that book. So that author has a website where he has the ultimate reading list. And I looked through it all. Amazing. But he talked about, in the beginning before he actually posted the reading list because it was a blog post he talked about how his reading strategy that he uses where you can read a book a day like one book every day now before i was reading like a book a week during summer break no i wasn't even reading a book a week during summer break because i was studying but during winter break and like spring break, all the times where I was home from school, 
I was reading a book a week. And I think in the beginning of winter break, before I started studying expert and transurfing, I was reading a book a week around, maybe a little bit over. And I was learning a lot. Like a book a week, if you can read a book a week, that you'll change. As long as you read the right books. Like you can read all the books in the world and still get nothing out of it. But you have to... It only like really works if you read the right books. And that's why this reading list is so crucial because they all they're all the right li- the they are all the right books. I know it. Because he said Transurfing is the foundation. And found Transurfing is definitely the right book. But that's that he said this reading method is a book where you can read a book a day. And there's like 180 books on that reading list. Maybe like the hundred, the first 100 are the best. So if you read the first 100 books, it'll only take 100 days to get through all of them. So 180 days to get through the entire reading list, essentially. That is crazy. That is amazing. I have been reading for like 200, 300 days. I've probably read... No, I've been reading for over 300 days, I think. And I've probably read like less than 50 books. Now, granted, I'm not sure how much information you can retain if you read a book a day, but I'm going to try it. And basically the strategy is to get seven books all at once, pick up the first one, read until you lose focus. So that's like... Until you have to reread a, a sentence you just read. And then switch to the next one. And then keep going. And he basically said that no one has the attention span for reading a book all the way through. Which makes sense because you get bored. like, Or you just lose interest. Like you, sometimes your attention gets down like i find that a lot of the times i'm reading a lot slower like in the beginning when i first start my reading session i'm reading fast but then soon after i slow down my reading speed so in the beginning i'm reading fast and then it just slows down from there and over like an hour two hours however long i'm reading it just gets really slow my reading speed until I find an interesting section again, and then it speeds up a little bit, but then it just always goes back down. So I guess this method just keeps your reading speed super, like all all the way at high, instead of lowering it down because you're just switching books every single time your attention like gets bored, essentially. So I don't know, this is very, uh, it's definitely going to be a ride. It's definitely going to be something something that I don't, I don't even know how to explain it, but I know that there's something to this. And that's another thing. In I actually bought his book, uh, Dancing After the Music Stops. I bought it. And it came like one week ago. And I was so excited. I told myself I wasn't going to read it until... After I finish Reality Transurfing, which I haven't read it 
but I did read the introduction to the book and he, the way he talks in, in his book, just in the introduction, I already know that it, it resonates with me. Like that book is, is my book. I already know that I need to read it and it's definitely valuable to me. And he talked about winning life. We're not here to compete. We're here to win. Like this life is, there's more to life. He talked about, he hinted that there is a lot more to life. And just the way he was talking, there was a lot of things that I just know that he's, he's, he knows a lot more than I do. Obviously he does, but I don't know. I think that this guy, his book is legit. And I was, I was reading it and literally, he literally put a declassified CIA document about time travel in the, in the introduction to his book with the caption, nothing like putting a declassified CIA document about time travel in the introduction to your book. And I read through that like snippet, like he just copy and pasted like one paragraph from that document into it. And it was talking about time travel. And I read it. I had no idea. Like, it didn't make any sense to me. And then I was like, oh, that's cool. So then I was looking up. Somehow I looked up at in class CIA document about transurfing. And the first thing that popped up was analysis and assessment of the gateway process. So I clicked on it and it was just this whole PDF. And that was, that was the, the document that he had, he was referring to in the book. And it's basically just, it's written by the U S army. That's like the author, but it was like one commander in the army or something like that who wrote it. Essentially it was a person one of the commanders of the army in 1983 assigned one of his like subordinates or someone to gave someone a task to look into this research that they were doing at Monroe Institute and it was called the gateway process and so his task was to see if it was like practical for the army and so he did a lot of research and put together like a 40 page, 30 page, 30 to 40 page document on the whole thing. And it was just an analysis and assessment of it, of its practical practicality and whether the, it would be good for the army to use. So I actually printed it out at my school on last Thursday, like five days ago. And I printed it out, put it all together, and read it at Ohio when I went to Ohio over the weekend. I read it all, and it's definitely like I actually think that I'm gonna do, I'm just gonna join the gateway process because there are some amazing things. Like it was, it's it's discovering, I'm starting to discover the truth about rea- like reality and the world that we're living in. So one of the things, the first things that I learned in that was 
So there's two hemispheres of your mind. You have the left, I don't know like the exact terminology, but I'm just going to call it the left brain and the right brain. And uh, I believe the left brain, I could have all of these mixed up, but I believe it's the left brain that's logical, analytical. And it's basically like the brain that interprets all of the, all of the information from the outside world. And then that left brain interprets everything. It uses logic. And then it speaks to the right brain, which the right brain is all emotion. It believes everything that the left side says to it. And it's all emotional. It feels things. It's basically like your heart. And when I was reading that, I had, I'd been studying transurfing. So I'm learning about the heart and the mind. So everyone has a heart, which feels and knows things. And it just knows everything. Well, it's connected to like the alternative space, which is basically an information field that knows everything that is, was, or will be. And, and then there's the mind, which is just logical. And then it kind of, it's like formed by society and yeah. So there's a heart and mind and the heart is basically the right side of the brain and the mind is the left side of the brain. So just with that, that first paragraph of the art, like the first actual content paragraph of the document already validated the transfer, like one of the foundational pieces of transferring the heart and the mind. So I was studying transurfing and it was all just like, I, I was assuming it was just theoretical. Like that was just how it was, but I wasn't given any like scientific explanations, but just reading the first paragraph of the gateway analysis of gateway process, just reading that I was given evidence, scientific evidence that the heart and the mind exists. Like everyone has a soul, basically the heart is the soul. So that was the first paragraph and it was talking about hypnosis. So basically if you like put the left side of the brain to sleep and then tell the brain, which will go straight to the right side things, it will do it because it it believes everything. So if you tell the brain that your left leg is numb, well then it will, your left leg will be numb because that brain will just know that it's numb now or if you tell if you once your left brain is asleep and you tell your the patient that they have like they have extremely focused attention like they have very good memory and very good focus well then the right brain will believe it and it will take action to like do that and you'll eventually you'll end up with extreme focus and like superhuman memory basically so that's hypnosis and like the first maybe 20 paragraphs or so is all just giving context so that he can actually eventually explain the gateway process the actual process that they use what so the reader can actually understand so the reader can actually understand what like it means. So that's hypnosis. And then he was also talking about uh, transcendental meditation, which talked about energy, which I had just read the energy chapter in Transurfing. 
and that was that was something as well so energy actually exists like free energy cosmic energy is a thing and that you guys have got to read that analysis and assessment of the gateway process because if i were you i would print it out like print it out your school your work your house wherever go to the library print it out and read it all i gotta say if you go on the cia website page number 25 is omitted for some reason like it's not there so you have to look up i just looked up why like where is page number five on the analysis and assessment of the gateway process and then there was an article that talked all about it and then scroll all the way down and then they post the entire pdf so to uh tomorrow at school i'm actually gonna reprint out the like page number 25 to add into my like reservoir like to add into my paper because i printed it all out and like clipped it together with a binder clip and then i read it because i don't like reading pdfs online i like having it on paper so that's what i did but I definitely recommend reading it because there I, I read it once and I probably picked up on like 50% of the thing. Like I did not retain, I did not understand most of it. I did not understand most of it. Most of it kind of just flew by my head because it's like complicated information. He's talking about like quantum physics and stuff like that. But I'm definitely, eventually, in the, in the near future, I don't know when, but I'm definitely going to join the Gateway program, which is like, I don't even know what it is, but I'm going to, I'm going to get their like tapes. They, they sell like audio tapes, which has like all of the audio that allows you to get into these meditative states and deep focus levels and eventually you can get into an out-of-body experience you can time travel there's a lot of things and this is like an entire part of the human experience that i had never even heard of and most people don't even hear never even heard of it and don't even believe is a thing but I, I believe that it's a thing and I'm trying to actually participate in it because that's an entire part of the human experience. And basically, it's, they said like seven, after seven days of training, 5% of participants are able to time travel into the past. And that's only with seven days of training. And I definitely plan on doing a lot more. I definitely plan on doing this. Like, like once I move to Hawaii, I'm definitely like, that's going to be awesome. I'm going to have, once I'm at Hawaii, I'm going to have that set up. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to have my own room just for, it's just going to have like, grass or like a mat or something it's just gonna be a meditation room where i just simply meditate and have a headset on because 
they they said put a headset on and play the audio files that they provide at the gateway experience and it basically plays like white noise it plays the exact frequencies that your brain needs to attune to like these focus levels but there's also another thing i actually might join these programs before i go to hawaii or at least get the tapes because they sell the tapes for like a couple hundred dollars each and there's like seven stages so seven tapes i think they sell so i might actually buy these before i go to like before i move out like i might buy these in the near future because it actually helps attune your heart and mind to the same frequency and these strategies actually help you to achieve your goals quicker like they actually help for you to achieve your goals and i'm definitely going to reread the analysis and assessment of the gateway process at some time i might read it at school again i might read it i don't know when but i'm definitely going to reread it again because it's a pretty quick read it only took me like a couple hours but that it's definitely some serious stuff I'm definitely starting to uncover the truth, but it's going to take, I'm just, I'm halfway done with transurfing. So I've got like 350 pages left. So it's basically like two books. I basically have two books left and then I'm going to start uncovering the truth even more. Transurfing, I've read all the way through. So I know like what's in it. But there's still a lot of stuff I don't understand about it. And obviously, honestly, there's a lot of stuff I don't know either. But I have a general idea of most things in transurfing. But in these new books, like the first seven books on the reading list, I don't even know what they're about. Like, I have no idea. And Gene Pascal Reenman, I think is his name, the author of Dancing After the Music Stops, he actually hyped up these books so much, like the first 20 or 30 books. He hyped them up so much. I know that they have some serious value. Because he put Transurfing before he even t talked about the reading list. Transurfing, he said, read Transurfing first before you get into these books. And I've read Transurfing one time and one and a half times so far. And if you read Transurfing first, then you read the next books. I don't know. I just, I know that this is serious stuff. Let me get some water. All right, so... A while back, I didn't really drink that much water. And then randomly, I just started drinking a lot of water all the time. And then once I got my water bottle, uh, my aluminum water bottle or metal water bottle, I don't know what it's made of, super sparrow water bottle, it 
keeps the water cold. So I drink a lot more water and it's like a container for the water. So I've been, I actually drink a lot more water now. And this weekend I actually didn't drink that much water because I was out of town and I know that's just an excuse, but I was being dumb and I didn't drink any water. I was just drinking. I was just eating a lot of fruit and hoping that I get water from that. But that I went to the gym today after being a little dehydrated. I wasn't even that dehydrated. My wa- my pee was yellow, but it wasn't like brown. But I was definitely not as hydrated as I normally am because normally my pee is always white, like it's always clear. And so I went to the gym to hit legs. My reps were down so much. I had so less, so much less energy today. And I, I think it's because of the water, but, oh, well, I learned my lesson now that I know that water is like extremely important. I knew it was important before, but now I know that it's one of the, like, it's, I always knew it was a foundation, but I, it's just, I'm, I'm starting to understand a lot more, but there's also another thing. A couple days ago, I had talked about how I was getting magnesium magnesium powder and it came today I took my first dose and I'm gonna take two doses one in the morning one at night but it like gets hard it solidifies when you pour water on it like when it's exposed to moisture it gets hard and so I put it at the bottom of I didn't know that like I knew that because I read on the on like the container it said that but I didn't really put two and two together so I poured it at the bottom of my cup like I normally do with all my other supplements like creatine and cystage and salt I poured it at the bottom and it just turned into a rock at the bottom of the cup and it stuck to the bottom of the cup so I had to spend like 10 to 20 minutes scratching it off scraping it off of the cup so i learned my lesson and now tomorrow i'm gonna try to just pour it straight into my mouth or even pour it on to a spoon and then and then pour it into my mouth i don't know what i'll do but that i definitely it's definitely not good to do that or i did hear that you Pour the water in first and then pour the magnesium in after, like straight into the water, and then drink it quick before it has time to like ball up and collect to the bottom of the, the bottom of the cup. I don't know. I'll figure it out. I'm gonna take another dose after this episode because after this episode, my grandma actually I was at Ohio, so my grandma actually gave me a bunch of fresh food that she grew in the garden. So she gave me like three cantaloupes, which was awesome, Uh, cabbage, and like some peppers, zucchinis, like a bunch of other stuff. But I'm really excited for I ate the cantaloupe, the best cantaloupe I've ever had in my life. And then I also she got me a cabbage because I make sauerkraut and she knows it 
So she gave me a cabbage. And so I'm going to make sauerkraut right after this. It's going to be the best sauerkraut I've ever made because it's organic and it's never touched plastic. Non-GMO also. I'm very excited. I'm going to make it after this. Hopefully I can get into bed in time, but... And tonight is going to be the first night that I sleep with a cotton blanket because I got a cotton blanket as well. And also, I used to, like, two days ago, last time I slept in my bed because I was out of town this weekend, but I've been sleeping, like, the blanket that I've been using all my life is polyester, and the I have a throw pillow that I hug. Like, the pillow that I use for my head is... Uh, it's a buckwheat pillow that's cotton and it's a silk pillowcase, so that's good. But the throw pillow that I just hug while I'm sleeping is polyester as well. So I'm getting rid of the polyester pillow and the blanket and replacing it for a down feather pillow with cotton and uh, for my... And with a cotton pillowcase and then a cotton blanket. So tonight's gonna be the first night where I actually sleep with an a healthy in in a healthy environment. So that's good. No more sleeping in a plastic blanket. To wrap things up. Don't forget to download your favorite episodes and subscribe to the Ascend Momentum Show. But before you guys leave, make sure to remember the Eagles.